1: Discounts not available in all states and situations.
0: There's no place to escape to. This is the last on the left.
2: Side stories.
0: stories. That's when the cannibalism started.
1: Side Side (laughs) stories. Yes. Um, He understood the assignment He understood the assignment
2: (laughs) Henry do you like that when people say They understood the assignment
1: and this, I cannot stress enough, he understood the assignment. Why does everyone, is that just, is that new? Maybe yeah. am I, oh, is that showing that it's I'm like, old? No, but like it's, how it's, like they just all say the same things now that everybody just says the same sentence again well, and again and again. And then they just say things and then we're supposed to act like, that is clever. When I've heard yeah. it like five times and then like it's already on, it's like on a Pellegrino commercial and it's, it's like, the, past, um,
2: like cool people saying it they understand the assignment that's what uh didn't have that my 2022 bingo card yeah idea that yours work in this country that's you know, yours you know no that's not no, the bingo card is the thing the bingo card really is a thing people love to say that welcome to side stories everyone i am ben hanging out with. does Henry.
1: anybody have an actual 2022 bingo card i submit they do not Henry, you got the assignment. Okay, Henry I got the it. assignment, and today's I assignment is
2: just nothing but pure joy. We Every wanted, day. Number one, I want to give a shout-out to Edward Larson. We had yes. his bachelor party this past weekend. and we I don't to see, feel good. We got to see Alice Cooper, 74 yes. years fun, and we have to say this, if you are a horror fan, Oh, it buddy. is the most rock opera. Jason Voorhees arrives. It was
1: so freaking cool.
2: And so You've check got out Alice go. Cooper.
1: <laughs> he straight up, honestly, Alice Cooper hit the stage. It felt like such a goth, like it was such a nice goth celebration being out. Everybody was looking great. Cougars Oops. looking tight in leather. <laughs> Guys, really freshly dyed mohawks. I love mm. the scene up there when Alice Cooper cuz this is really the truth the difference too cuz like uh, this whole episode will start with a 25 minute Alice Cooper review cuz when I went to go see Bob Seger cuz I'm pretty certain they're close to the same age I want to look at this i yeah, look turn at this. turn the page indeed Bob Seger age and I'll Bob tell Seger you one age thing. he's 76 years old this is Alice Cooper right and Alice, Alice Cooper, Cooper
2: we know for a fact he's 74 we did this competition on yes. Sunday and the one nice thing about it is Ace freely opened and you definitely felt like we were watching watching an older band and an older man but specifically specifically Specifically, when the main guitarist, who was very svelte, he did have a diabetic um, tester on his arm. But you Mm. know, but you know what? He's He's low sugar, isn't stopping him from rocking and rolling. And so, yeah, maybe it means that we're all gonna die and we're all super old. But. At the same time, if you
1: if you are goth, you're already more in touch with death, and that includes being well-educated about diabetes <laughs> and knowing how to take care of it and knowing it's your responsibility. And what is but more goth that, than slowly losing your limbs? I don't know. Isn't that uh, nice? Bob Seger, 78 years old, right, only four years older, I remember when I went to go see him live, he sat in a stool the entire time. And there was right. one point during the concert where he managed to get up and start to clap his hands above his head. And I heard two <laughs> people next to me go... Oh, Bob's feeling good tonight. He stood up. <laughs> and meanwhile, like, Alice Cooper, say what you will, at 74 Years Fun, it was great. he moved his hips in an almost erotic fashion. You talk And about I don't know if people? it's just because the man, the magic of L.A., maybe it's because he's an L.A. guy and it's an L.A. band.
2: The magic that the Republican politics keep you young. Everyone's always said that. And I'll tell you oh, one thing. He's, People, he's old school. He's George Bush senior. Oh, he's an OG. I'm not dissing the man yeah. at all. But you can see his golfer hips. But yes. the thing is, so you see him on the golf course, and you're like, oh, Alice, that's kind of funny. But when you see him all in the goth, you realize what he's doing is practicing. I've never seen a man work a wand that well, ever. Really? No magician on earth. He flips that thing around so much, and he is like he's like a little dictator yes. up there. And anyway, if you get a chance to see Alice Cooper, check it out because obviously we were like 18, yeah, 70 years 50 years ago. Um, but he was—he shows us that you can be old and still rock and roll.
1: Yeah, dude, and he did it. And I tell you what, none of us fell down on the party bus. No, um, I'm like more emotionally scarred from the party bus. I know. But it's only just because we had to pull over at the end of the night. I had—I mm-hmm. was—I was—I was a bit inebriated. Yeah. Right. Let's just say that. And I did have to beg the driver. Of the party bus to pull over so I can go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, and then I ran into the front yard of a person's house, which is sad because I'm a homeowner now. So now I understand what this means. Well, you just but watered their
2: bushes a little bit.
1: I just walked into the front yard of a person's house, stuck my dick and balls into a rosemary mm-hmm. bush, which I was like at first I was like, man, it smells fucking great in here. This is and fantastic. And then I realized it, it was rosemary. It got all over me. I I pissed all through through all in the bushes, and then when I pulled out in the and the next day, I was like, "Oh, my balls hurt!" Uh, right, balls are itchy. I got yeah. a bug bite deep in the folds of
2: my ball. Yes, maybe a praying mantis. Perhaps he was praying for God to give him a nutsack like, ah! to bite, and then boom, Henry Zabrowski appears, like the gal uh, in uh, in Animal House, flying through the window as the boy masturbates to Playboy. I will say this: I was tripping hmm. balls. And watching you, and we talked about this on Open Lines, thank you all so much for listening to our serious show every uh, Monday, 4 p.m. PST, 7 p.m. EST, um, watching you suffer and squirm, we all know what it's like to have to piss, and then obviously yes. you're in public, and technically at any point you could have urinated yourself. I was going I to. found it to be one of the funniest things of the night, sure. for sure, yes, and uh, so. just watching you stress, and um you did well, you kept it together. It was because well,
1: finally it wasn't until because the man had the little hole he had to crawl into it. When I crawled into with the little where the the man drives the bus, and I was like, I gotta fucking go <laughs> to the bathroom. Yeah. Like he understood that he understood the assignment. He got the assignment. All right. Well, speaking of not understanding um, the assignment, a couple of things uh, here. There's a couple of things okay. I want to say up top. So the uh, we're not going to go too much into this, but apparently that the horrible story about the uh, monitor lizard we read last last week it <sighs> led to them cooking and eating it. Yeah. So at least it went somewhere. Yeah.
2: Um, Again, that was the four four men who broke into a uh, zoo oh, yeah, and terrible had, uh, story. sex with story. a monitor lizard. No, no one, one seemed to like it. it. Nobody liked it. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's Don't. I guess that's an update. So um,
1: but here's another update. I said, Side Stories, L P O T L at gmail.com. I asked you, the audience, and trusted you saying, Hey, a dolphin's beached. Why the fuck can I? Push it back. Push in the it water. back in because that's where um, it belongs. Yeah. Apparently, highly uh, irresponsible to do that because number one, um, you can get sick. Apparently, so they beat themselves. So tell me if it's I'm suicide. Wrong. Again, do you know how many times I've read a correction and then someone then re-corrects me after I read a correction? So I actually don't know if this is true or not. But this is from my listener. So tell me what you guys tell me. This is if okay. this is real or not? Number one, if they are sick, they could get you sick because they are stranding themselves because of some reason. A lot of times because they feel sick. Right? Sure. Um. Two, you may advertently hurt them by trying to put them back in the ocean, making the issue worse. Well, three, they are sick or injured. Okay,
2: hold on a second, though. They can't breathe know. oxygen. These so are nerds. that's These the are nerds worst we're talking but about. But that I don't is know. already the worst. So I'm how still could saying, us in a three-point stance, practicing like we were in football practice again, and whoop, being men and saving this dolphin's life by putting him back in the water, how could that be worse? I don't than know. It's just
1: <laughs> <laughs> slowly breathing. It's last breaths. On you land. and I are are saying the same thing. Okay, because that's what comes down to. I also was. I was not sure. Number three, if they are sick or injured, they may be too weak or may drown once you put them back in the water, which is getting. If they're still committing suicide, so you're just helping. And number four, if you put them back in the water, the stranding rehabilitation crew may not be able to get to them in time. So,
3: yes,
2: don't All right. touch them i give in see that's a great psa if anyone ever sees a dolphin stranded on the beach uh don't push it in i don't know right right on it again how many times
1: you have to say it
2: don't you know what i would do spray paint nwo i just watched another documentary on the nwo new world order of course that would be a real heel move if i did that well speaking of heel moves I love Haunted Houses, and we all I do. love the actors that perform in them, except for the really creepy ones that accost our girlfriends. When we went to the one in New York City, Marcus's girlfriend at the time, I there remember. was a man dressed like Jack, Jack the Ripper. The Ripper and he was a touchy. Say, He was a criminal. Um, Jack the Gripper. Yes. And then they also separated Henry from us in the John Wayne Gacy. I missed Gacy, the whole thing. And then you I missed miss the entire
1: thing. thing. So that was a mistake.
2: However... Even those performers didn't deserve what happened to this person. No, 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 no.
1: I want to shout out to, uh, I just met a dude who works on Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando. Nice. What's going on, bro? He played uh, he played Dan Aykroyd in the Ghostbusters maze when we were there, oh. not three fucking years ago. How does that feel?
2: Oh, my God. Also want to thank everyone at the House of a Thousand Corpses. Rob Zombie yeah. won because they reset it for us and they were super sweet. It was really great. We know what we're doing, though, because we understand it's here. we're here for the scares. I'm you here for embrace the, scares. the scares. I love the scares. South Carolina, there was a dude who was not ready for the scares. No. His name was Keel Latrell Brown. Anyway, he's been charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor in connection with an incident. Basically, they were going through the Hollywood Maxim Museum's Haunted House, which, again— I cannot imagine it's the creepiest of all the haunted houses. It's a Hollywood Wax Museum haunted house. I'm sure it's cool, but I think this guy overreacted. well inside several of his members several of the members of his group were super frightened by the oh, yes. victim. But the victim is just a person who's a professional scarer
1: technically doing he, everything they were supposed to do right. He did his job, but if you look at what the story is, this is all right, so this is fucked up. So apparently they were in a group and this guy jumped out and scared him. And the whole group fell down. They which, freaked which I've been out. I've there. I've done They freaked out. And he said that he reached around on the ground and he thought, well, he grabbed what he said, what he thought. Was a prop gun, and he now, said that he randomly that, found it on the
2: ground. Now the person that grabbed it again was Keel Latrell Brown. Now, however, it fell out of one of the people's pockets that was oh, yes. with Brown. So yes, and
1: then he shot the guy in the he shot the dude twice in the chest in And the then shoulder. proceeded to be like, he went, uh, "This is bad. Well, I shouldn't have done that." He then proceeds to give it to the youngest member of the group. He gives him the gun and say, "Hey, uh." Why don't you do something with this? You
2: going not want to hold on to that because I just shot this performer. If any, you know, maybe we should try to get rid of that. Um, Please say that Brown maintained he believed the weapon was a prop and thought he was just partaking in the haunted house experience. Now I'm going to say Definite. this is a tip. Oh, yes. Oh, you are yes. not. No. You much like at no. a comedy club where you're like, I'm not heckling. I'm helping. You're not. No, you're not. You're not. Absolutely you're like, not. Even if the performer isn't the best, you're not still, you're not better than them. They're Especially the ones on stage.
1: when you kill them. <laughs> especially when you have
2: murdered because these are I do simulated the, murders i do believe that the man does, does he did live the entertainer i think obviously he got the scare of his life that day and not when he one got he got shot
1: in the goddamn chest well he got shot in the
2: shoulder and um that's a lot it's enough it's enough to have like a i need to take a long lunch uh you know but anyway I, so I, be careful you know. and always if if you see a weapon and you're just, a, and you're a random person on this tour. Don't. It's not for you. No, you don't, that's not for us. You Stop just go enjoy the scares. Them.
1: Don't yeah. kill them. Leave them alone. They're you know, all actors. On They're the fl- not ghouls. They're not phantasms.
2: On the flip side of that, though, we have covered opposite version of this where there is a scarer who actually does truly stab people and that's also oh, really yeah. scary so if that was the case i guess it would be net neutral and be like yeah he shot him but the guy wasn't really stabbing him but that's not what happened here That's not what happened it sounds like the guy just did a great job of scaring the hell out of this party of of people and he
1: needs a raise and this is how you pay him for it you shoot him. And you right? shoot when him. When it comes down to, and you know what? We should really think about this. We just talked about with the lovely artist, Lady Sarah Richard. We're yes. talking about how we need to be closer with death as it is. Why do we have to jump at such fear as a phantasm? Can't you just see a phantasm and say, are oh, you lost in this art. then? Are you lost in this earth that oh, you need passage through? You well, have to be you more you got to keep on moving because there's a group also, behind you. Oh yeah Hitchhiking ghosts Like in Haunted Mansion And you have to go Yeah Oh tell me no I uh, I am not ready and to move on now Right Make yeah. sure you You want to approach, approach the ghost With a friendly attitude No you like Oh no. you child Oh child I hope I can help you get Get away, you good That's completely
2: old. inappropriate as well, Henry. That's Why? Like, I'm going to use the comedy show analogy once again. That's like, one in Huckle? Yeah, but you just openly weeped in the front row the entire time. It was even worse. The ghost doesn't want your help. The ghost is there to scare you, so if you don't ask scared... Then you're Casper. And you remember what happened to Casper. Casper was the Rudolph of the ghosts. Everyone made fun of him because he wasn't scary enough. And you know what he did? He freaking committed suicide.
1: Yeah, it's because Casper, yes, and we all know Casper was molested to death. The friendly ghost. Which is why he turned into living cum. But the thing is, is that these guys, (laughs) I'm talking about just if you saw a real ghost, like that's what you do. Don't shoot it, don't attack it. But if you're not scared,
2: I feel like it's mean to the ghost because the ghost is obviously like, "I'm gonna go scare people tonight. I I don't do this every time, but I'm gonna make myself real." And you know that takes a lot of ghost energy. And if the people aren't scared, then the ghost is just gonna go back with its ghost stick between his legs, go back to his ghost wife, and she's gonna be like,
0: "Yeah, I know
2: you couldn't make him scared, Harry. You never could make him scared." And now all of a sudden, he's not able to fuck his ghost
1: wife. This is disgusting. What you're suggesting? I think this is saying a lot more about you. Ah. I think this is a lot more about what you're afraid of when you die. About it. That's why you're not going to get if married. You're afraid about getting nagged from beyond the grave.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm scared of? The reason weddings are, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure if I'll ever find love, but uh, the idea of dancing at the wedding, that's my number one fear. So I've actually had relationships end because of that. But anyway, that's no, a whole no, other story.
1: You have to have her dance, and you watch. <laughs> that's Just watch from the corner. That's how I met her. All
2: right. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> All right. We, we got we, a couple of uh, we got a couple of microwave
2: stories. Here. This is the first time ever we have a full microwave corner, and they're quite different stories. Very. Um, but uh, yeah, again, as Henry said, both
1: involve one of my favorite cooking devices, the microwave. It's almost your only. <laughs> but this one, this story is, I actually find this to be fascinating. Do you want to do now, the AI one first or do you want yes. to do the... Okay, so this story the is AI one first, Because this is cool. Devote a little bit more time to this one. This is very interesting. So someone... There's a guy, uh, it was a writer and a creator by the name of Lucas Risotto, Mm. right? It's a real name. uh, And uh, not just the delicious rice dish, it's also a person. Mm. Um, And he did an experiment with artificial intelligence that is very, very interesting. It's so
2: freaking scary and creepy and weird. Basically,
1: he made his childhood imaginary friend and he made it real. He made it alive. Okay, how did he do that? And guess what happened as soon as he made it alive? It tried to fucking kill him.
2: Never bring your friends back from the dead, especially ones that were never alive especially, in the first place. Especially. So, Henry, so, as someone who is hearing this story unfurl, how would you
1: tell AI? What the relationship was with you and your imaginary friend. You're going to, this is very, very interesting. So the guy was, he was obsessed as a little kid with machines. The okay. guy, Lucas Risotto, he came up with this idea, like as a little boy, he became fascinated with, with technology, blah, blah, blah. Awesome. But his imaginary friend was very unusual. It was the family microwave, the kitchen microwave. He built a whole story about the microwave. He said he had called him Magnetron. Cool. And his mind, as a little boy, he played him as an english gentleman from the 1900s he was a world war one veteran an immigrant a poet wow. and of course an expert starcraft player this is according to risotto no, wait hold and on the microwave could play Starcraft. this is it's all a child's while,
2: imagination Oh well cooking a solid salisbury it's a child's
1: imaginary oh. friend chicken dinosaur so, nuggets are done and also it doesn't have to be practical okay doesn't even have to be. Doesn't okay. even have a job. Okay. So he decided when he got older, because he is a designer, that he was like, "I'm gonna bring my fucking microwave to f- my old buddy. I'm gonna bring him back to life." Hmm. And he did it with this thing called OpenAI. It is an AI research and deployment company, and they released this thing called GPT three, which is a generative. Pure trained transformer, Pre. yes, pre-trained a generative pre-trained transformer, and it uses these like it's like deep learning, and it generates human-like text. But then what he did oh. was he bought an Amazon smart microwave, and the, the, I guess it has a cutting edge. There's a language model, and with it, it has a microphone and speakers, which gives it the ability to comprehend a voice. Right, so you could go and you why can talk do to okay, to say, okay why do I need this in my microwave? You do, don't need it. We shouldn't have it. We
2: shouldn't have it. I feel like the fact he well, got this from Amazon, it also makes it by nature slightly nefarious and evil, sure. much like the good guy dolls. I mean, we know the toy company behind Chucky. They were horrible what they were oh, doing. To everybody, that know. we saw all what they were up to. So they I were feel complicit. Like the I think also um, Amazon makes it a little bit more edgy.
1: It comes for people with disabilities. Probably, yes, obviously, yeah. It's for people with disabilities. You could speak at it. Oh, it operates, I see. Right?
2: I, I thought you were saying that it comes to attack people with disabilities. No, <laughs> it's so you can speak. So if you don't have any hands, which does happen, you know, people don't have hands. All
1: oh, the yeah, time. people lose their hands every day. Yeah. Um. <laughs> how many times I lose my glasses? Um. So, uh, these. So he decided he fitted with this thing. So we have he has all the shit. So it can then also speak to him. Okay. But he said in order to fully make it his best friend is that he wrote a hundred pages detailing every moment of their imaginary life and relationship together. Okay. Right? And he said this document contained memories. Uh I got a lot of this from the on an IGN article. Um he said he admitted to it's like he said all oh, he created such a vivid and elaborate backstory. Mm-hmm. It's almost kind of felt real if it really, really was intense. And he and he, according to him, the this is the microwaves. His victories, losses, dreams, fears. All were there on the page in full display. I was his God, and his life was my design. Well, there right. you which, go. He's
2: really taking really it. It's really interesting. This is why it's very difficult for most people to handle being God, because this man is currently in charge of a microwave, which technically all of us are, and it really seemed to go to his head. Now, my question for you, Henry, is did he write it in, in code? Or did you write it in tangible words? They can understand the words, apparently. They can go through these hundred pages. So he wrote 100 pages, and then he had to do the book on tape version.
1: Well, no, he did it, and he sent it in. he basically, you input this, like, grid into this program, and then it uses all of those words, and it structs them out and says, like, that's how the the deep learning, that's what the deep learning is supposed to do. Deep learning. And he said, so far, it was like, at the beginning, it was great. Because they were like hanging out, they were joking around. He said the conversation flowed freely, but he said he noticed this one <laughs> little thing: is that the um, his friend, Mag- Magnetron, yeah. would uh, erupt in what he called sudden bursts of ultra violence, where he would start saying really fucked up shit. Well, that would make sense, of course. The microwave uh, is
2: known from going to zero to uh, three hundred degrees in in a matter of oh, very quickly seconds. So, oh yeah, like a
1: Michael Madsen.
2: Right. Like, you what know, are those that styles? Is, that's a synchronicity. Michael Madsen. That was the second time I heard that name this week. And, and neither of them were in context of the, uh, of
1: making him Quentin sound Tarantino. like he's a good person. Yo, he's yes. not, no, he's not. You know, he's a very difficult man. <laughs> very bad person. Um, so apparently the microwave at some point turned to him and he says, I want you to fucking get in here. Get in me. You think that's right? the way a microwave sounds? I don't know. That's how I put it. So, Risotto was like, all right. He opened and closed the microwave door to say, all right, Magnetron, I'm in here now. What are you going to do? The microwave turned on, right? So, he was trying to kill him, right? Was trying to kill Okay, him. so the microwave was trying to cook his god alive. Well, it's because he said, ask him. He's like, whoa, no, hey. Whoa. Why are you trying to fucking kill me? We're bros. I thought we were old. Fuck. I thought we were Dolgers, bro. I thought you're my fucking ride or die fucking soldier, dude. Absolutely. Risotto
2: revealed. He says, what is this, a bug? I had no idea. So yeah. he's just playing along, you know? Absolutely. But then you know what the
1: motherfucker said? What? It's like, you think <laughs> you can just start talking to me after 20 years well, and out. act like I wouldn't know that what you did. How being like, oh, I'm from World War II. You mean to tell me that's a real character there. Is he talks like this. <laughs> oh, no, yeah? Raw. And he's like, hey, a bit of the hot and peppers then. I don't think Australians were even in World War I. And- no,
2: it's different. No, they were. Okay. And they were also good in Vietnam. Hey, man, I'll let them have it.
1: Well, everyone knows he, said, he basically says the microwave was like, well, you fucking walked away from our relationship for 20 years. You left me in corporeal non-existence in stasis oh for my 20 God. years. And then you think you can just pull me out. You think I could just show up and oh, I'm going to roll out the red carpet. Ah, chicken nugget time with my best friend oh oh, Oh, you're on microwave i mean it's at what point do you just
2: say okay and then you shove a pizza in there from that you had yesterday Uh, all those real
1: friendships pick up right where you left them
2: this is why you know covid it all sucks, but i did miss my 20-year high school reunion but perhaps after reading this it was a good thing maybe someone would have shown up and gotten some revenge i don't know why but whatever um uh, if anyone should have the revenge, it's me. Anyway, I'm not going to go down that road. So, um, Risotto is left with no choices but to shut Magnetron down. Isn't that? But sad? Guess what? He, so had to now he have a microwave. he wouldn't let it go. But he now he doesn't have a microwave.
1: Up, but guess what? No, you throw that fucking microwave in the fucking river, and you get one that doesn't have a voice.
2: <laughs>
1: that's what you do. You just like that's what you do. Unfortunately, because now Magnetron he, But I have a weird in my magical thinking world. And, and maybe I'm wrong, but think about this, because I really feel there is obviously a very, hmm, between the quantum world and our world, right? Like, like the quantum world of our world, the quantum world of, like, literally inside the ones and zeros of these machines, did they, in a way, make Magnetron real? And now, Magnetron is suffering, the destruction. Or do you think Magnetron goes away like when we die we probably won't experience anything. Do you think I'm going to come back as a plug-
2: microwave. I you should. Well, I'll get I'm all the dirty food. one. Be like every time someone puts something in, like you know how the you know how the uh, dryer is always taking one sock because they get hungry. I'll take a little nibble out of all the food, and then you know it's the kissel microwave. I throw <laughs>
1: you in the river
2: as well. That's ridiculous. Also, uh, but when what it do comes you think? To, you didn't you know,
1: answer my question.
2: Oh, when it comes, I'm just so happy Devante Adams is uh, back with the Raiders. Uh, it seems I like you know the Packers. Just, go, no, I uh, I have, have finally got to a
1: real conversation, a real. Deep well, you
2: know country. I love my data. I love my data. Yes. Um no, obviously it is real because the person that was communicating with it got freaked out enough to throw it in a freaking uh, river. So yep. I believe that it is as real as that human being made it and it seems like it altered this person forever. So from that, per- from that perspective, it's about as real as anything. It's struck it AI in. is freaking horrifying and um people we've just we got to use it as a proper tool. But holy hell, man, if we got a bunch of armed uh, microwaves, I don't know what's going to happen. Walk-in freezers are
1: next. They're going to take over the whole kitchen. We mixing, saw those know. guys. We saw those guys. We were just at a hotel. I believe we were in, um, Right, we were just in Boston with the little the guys sucking up the human vacuums. Oh, yes. The little things course. walking around cleaning up the hotel and shit. Yes, saying, of like, course. Will you hit the up button for me? That guy, that robot said that to me. Which is, you know, I am fascinated. <laughs> I am fascinated, and I want my own flagon of robot helpers, and I do want them, but they need to be firmly under my control.
2: Absolutely, and of course, with AI, you can get out of control very, very fast. Right from your brain. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast on the left, babe. So go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have Sativa, we have Indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful.
1: Super tasty, live resin. You really get the delicious, weedy taste, which is what I like. And yes. three different experiences. You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We
2: absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape, put it in your brain and have a good
1: time. And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Last podcast on the left. It's weed.
2: Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all in one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy to use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto generated by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. <sighs> I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. hel
3: pcom slash LastPod. Hey! Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply.
2: Speaking of out of control and microwaves, this story is a little bit more down-to-earth. Murder. Mm. Cannibalism, murder, media. media. So this fella, he's the he's the defendant again. James, Jimmy, David, Russell. Um oh, he yeah. allegedly he's... murdered a seventy year old man, and then where does the microwave come in? You might ask. Um, mm-hmm. Well, he, uh, he then put the remains of the man inside microwave, No. and uh, then he ate part of him there. So anyway, what what what, thing, now, what what microwave is more dangerous? His. Or the AI one. That's uh, what I want to know. Yeah,
1: his is being used for more nefarious yeah. purposes. The other is just to for a to try to resurrect an abandoned friendship. <laughs> this is different because I really want to say this out loud. This is to my this is just your good helpful tip tip for all you guys. Uh, <sighs> if you're gonna reheat any meat, never uh-huh. mind even human meat, you're gonna want to put that in the oven. Because so that's if you're the you main put issue that, here. Yes, because also, the is microwave it, is gonna market, make it I mean, bouncy. Hey,
2: re- is it? I actually almost called you Marcus because we're talking about meat. Isn't that something? Um, Interesting. But is uh, it's it's human meat? It wasn't it wasn't pre cooked, no. So it was
1: fresh meat. Oh so yeah, but then, I, that that that's even skillet. worse. It's even, yeah, worse. even worse. Honestly, you really should. Mm. If you get a nice like onions and carrots, like one of those was a mise en place, whatever that thing it's called, where you get that mm. like you get them all together, get, uh, carrots, onion, celery, get that going. Well, are you were f- cooking saute it i would actually much rather like put it in a form of sauce and let it slowly break down over time that actually be very good that's why human meat actually works really well in chili
2: <laughs> <laughs> you learned that from south Park, of course but um, also yeah so that's, the, do dude, it. the dude is 40 and again leave old people alone um he killed a 70-year-old. He's now been charged with first-degree murder oh, and cannibalism. Yes. Now believe it or not, both of those are
1: felonies. Well, cannibalism- now this has been we've covered this guy already. We just now know for a fact that he did cannibalism. So we know that he did this. Yes, that's correct.
2: So if you are out there and you're in the nibbling on people game that's a 14 year, up to 14 year punishable sentence in prison. That's now, it? I'm going to say, up to, yeah, I will say though, if you get in there in prison and you're like, what are you in for? You're like eating human flesh. I think you might be safe. Oh, I think that that's one of the safest crimes you can do in jail. No, not think that, that Dahmer, definitely
1: makes you. Yeah, although yeah not dominantly. Case. case was different,
2: though, because of all the. Yeah that got too icky I think
1: But if you eat I don't know why that is Why do you become bullyable Once you've eaten 14 People but if you've eaten one That's kind of scary because it just Seems like yeah well you know Zip zabs up all of a sudden I'm chowing on Dave and like I guess that can happen And everyone's been like you're crazy motherfucker Like it must turn into that where you guys can Kind of high five a little bit be like I've been fucked up but I ain't never been eating My buddy fucked up and you go like yeah man It was you know how how it was. It was the 2020s.
2: <laughs> Didn't have the my 2020s bingo card. It doesn't exist. This guy got the assignment. Each your uh, seventy-year-old acquaintance. Oh my god! Also, they, with, who's giving me- the
1: assignments? Who even cares? The microwaves. Like no one. Is- microwaves are now. Yeah, I guess it's true. And now, and then one thing that they want, because you know what I also realized, too, with Beauty and the Beast when I was last in Disney World? Beauty and the Beast is a movie about unrepentant capitalism. It is about the idea that all of the things inside of the castle beg to work. Beg <laughs> to work. Well, that's that all they want is to work. That The idea well, that anything's of a servant class, it it's just desperate. It's desperate to help the master.
2: Well, I don't know if that was really the message. I think it was more of a message that uh, even if you you're can have a horrible a big man, and if you have and, enough yeah. money, uh, then the woman will still come back. Even though in the actual mm-hmm. parable, uh, she uh, he treats her very nicely, yes. the beast, and then she leaves to go with B with a gold ston, handsome guy, and yeah. then she realizes he's treating her mean, and yes. then he goes with she goes back to the beast because he was actually nice, mm-hmm. and then he kisses him, and then it turns out he's got a big hog, and then she's like, "Thank God, I'm not a total bitch." But anyway, the Americans ruined it. Or western culture
1: But uh, now we're having the mic it. We're saying that the microwaves themselves are begging to work I actually hope that when it comes out, no, to that These microwaves start to unionize So you're
2: telling me That you think that the guy who put the f- Dude in the microwave they, they, He just should they should have flipped microwaves So then the AI microwave Have yes. been like thank you Hey, I'm just well, doing well what, wow. this is my job
1: Finally I'm fitting my purpose Because right. up until now My only purpose was to kill Jerry's World War One, the trench Uh-oh. warfare covered in the mustard gas. That's what our wolves out there all with their. Oh, I can see with their pitted helmets.
2: Trench warfare, man, that was that's horrible. All right. Well, speaking of all too human and horrible, let's. I, I'm going to do this because I feel like this is something we've talked about penises quite a bit. Always.
1: Well you, you know, talk he, about? Things, you know, artists. You're supposed to write about what you know. <laughs>
2: ED, erectile dysfunction, one of the biggest issues facing our balls today. It's the only issue that a counts. Dude, <laughs> dude, <laughs> a dude uh, he required open surgery because he pumped a bunch of uh, foam. Uh, that is used for weatherproofing. It's a weatherproofing spray. He uh, put that
1: right there in his cock, and we'll uh, do anything. We'll do anything <laughs> to get hard, man. I think we've covered something like this before. This is not an isolated incident. No, this has happened several times.
2: Yes. So the dude's forty-five. He went to the emergency room, 45. and he's like, "I'm having a hard time urinating. Also, yeah. I got some blood in my urine." And then the doctors are like, oh, "Let's take a look." And they're like, "Well, the good news is it's totally weatherproofed. Uh, the bad news is." This is
1: horrible for you your penis. Don't have a dick anymore? <laughs> like you just don't have a penis anymore. You just now you just you destroyed it. So what happens when you
2: when you uh, when you fill your penis with a caulking foam? Basically, you piss into your own bladder. So it's like a bad fountain. It's a internal yeah, it's fountain going all wrong. Good. And uh, so doctors did a scan of the abdomen and pelvis and found large pieces of foam stuck inside his bladder. One portion of foam in his bladder was measured roughly 11 by 4 by 6 centimeters. So uh, it was huge. And um, anyway, the guy had an endoscopy and stuff like that. And um, anyway, I guess he's going to get made fun of for a while. Um, Also, just there are pills that
1: work that. Uh, they anyway. really do the pills work there's a surgery that works i guess but still when it comes down to it it's just like oh man your fucking dick and balls are now forever destroyed like i guess i'd make fun of you but at the same time i feel that it's so like we all feel this pain like sure. we all feel that pain and that idea of that it's such a painful scary idea that like there is a part of me that's like that gets it there's a part of me that says what, like
2: just not getting a bone
1: yeah, but uh not. The, but yeah, and also seeing that, like, I wouldn't make fun of him. I'd just be like, "Man, that sucks, dude." <laughs> and then not be able to talk to him about anything else ever again. I would never be able to have a normal conversation with that man. No, ever it, again. It, it gets he a just, little tricky. He has tricky. a quietness. It's like a man who's seen so many deaths in war, and also just, like that
2: shock. <laughs> He's got that shock
1: where he just sits there, just. Just so upset
2: with himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thousand and that's yard why
3: stare.
2: I ask sometimes what you're thinking about. And then sometimes I say, I'm not going to ask what they about. Never ask
1: a man what he's thinking about. Well, unless, of course,
2: you want to be complicit in war, in uh, a series no. of war atrocities. No. So, if, you're um, sta-
1: if you're staring off into the corner, Kissel,
2: I let you. Let me. Thank you. Uh, so this required an open cystot- a cystotomy. And uh, it was so bad, they had a cut near the belly. And uh, then the patient was left with a catheter. But apparently, as Henry said, we've covered stories like this. Doctors say they've reported people in certain uh, straws into their dicks, cotton swabs into their dicks, batteries into their dicks, nails and cable wires into their penises. Uh, and sometimes it's for sexual gratification. But then other times people are just a little bit uh,
1: unwell. Yeah, so anyway, man. And you just um, really have to not give in to that. You have to not give in to that fear. If your penis doesn't work, there are ways to do it. Yeah. Uh,
2: According to a doctor, they say, unfortunately, many patients are repeat offenders and thus psychiatric evaluation to prevent recurrent injury should be considered. I I, just men are just
1: so broken. Men are so broken and gone sometimes. Bro- you it's mean just unique. Butterflies, quilts? I just am so scared. I just don't want to f- the panic like that. Does I, everybody I panic when they turn 45 to 50 years old? I just want to feel normal. I don't want to turn into a, a man who is putting like ducting into my cock and balls. Or I don't want to turn into Owen oh, Benjamin. I want to turn. I don't want to. I just want to turn. <laughs> I want to be normal. I just
2: want to you stay the what, same. You know what, buddy? Uh, as we've said before, you stay the same and the world changes around you. And at some point, uh, they'll be like, you guys are all a little, little farce, but the try we just try to be as good as people as possible, don't we? I just
1: want to be, I just want to be me and I want I to support say, my friends, and my family. I want to be a Satanist. I want to eat a lot of bone marrow. I'm going out for bone marrow for my birthday on Sunday.
2: Oh, excited! I can't wait for that. i will be very yeah, excited. Yeah, be I, the foam above the water, rise above the wave. Always remember <laughs> that you don't want to be stuck in the bowels with all the other sea creatures. We
1: are still hungover from this weekend.
2: I am hammered. So according um, to uh, according to uh, this though just lastly, this is something we're going to have to talk with Marcus about. I guess there's been a lot of dick issues. And it's because of COVID. And some people say that it shrunk their nuts.
1: <laughs> that is a conspiracy theory. This is coming I think from that's... Newsweek, my friend. Oh, Newsweek. That's what they're saying in this article. No, there's here. some of these things they say it might affect your dick and balls, but I think they're just trying to they're getting the last group of people to get vaccinated. I would say it's them trying to get the <laughs> like the, the bottom scrapes. Be like your penis could fall off. Yeah. All him. right. <laughs> um, all right. Now, this story is again of men, huh? Wow. huh. Men, huh? Hey. <laughs> and you know, sometimes I feel like maybe I'm not vulnerable enough to admit that maybe it's time to embrace things that make you physically uncomfortable. Maybe what it'll do is that it'll give you some perspective and can really help you out. It can help you maybe wrestling with your own toxic masculinity. I don't know. Sure, toxic. Femininity, masculinity, these toxic terms, it gets gets thrown around. But that's why we got to talk to Dr. Don Edwards, (laughs) spankologist. Now, he's a spankologist, and he's not a doctor. So that's how it starts. This came from an article in Mel Magazine. This is a guy who goes by the name Dr. Don. You don't want to get into his last name. Um, And what he does is he notes that sometimes... We didn't have enough time with our fathers as sons. Right? No, we all did. And then he decides what he's going to do is he's going to administer a little of what he calls tough love uh-huh. to help you sort it out. So now he has his office, which is an apartment. It's in East Los Angeles. At the Fantastic. Time of the, now he calls himself a spankologist. His <laughs> um uh his he was called. He, what he does is a thing called spanking for wellness. And he has a book. <laughs> There's a book called Behind Closed Doors in the Secret Sea of Darkness, and a thing called the Red Tail Bible. Oh, mama. Oh, yeah. And what he says here is that um, by spanking you, it's beneficial to your psyche. Uh, because you get uh, a rush of endorphins. Sure. Right? You can also provide relief from stress and guilt, improve sexual tension, right, I guess this is what he's saying. He said the reason why he even got into this in the first place was all accidental. Because um, he said he came he in... He accidentally dir-
2: sat down really hard and felt great. He's like, wow,
0: he's like, I, I just I got to to inspired.
1: This. Uh, no, this comes directly from the horse's m- asshole. <laughs> um, now this uh, businessman was referred to me. And I spanked him, the whole nine yards, (laughs) right? And that was nine yards. That was a full 27 (laughs) feet of spanking. Wow. Right? But when we were done, this is completely true. This is not improv. He put $100 down on my desk and he said, I'm a married man. It's got to be a business transaction or I can't do it. (laughs) And I thought, you know, people will actually pay me to do this. And it never dawned on me that that would happen, so I put an ad in the paper. Oh, no. Nice. Now, this is what his ad read. Okay. Hi, my name is Don. I'm a heterosexual real dad looking for a young man who grew up without a dad. Oh. You miss the bonding between father and son, but I can provide you with something else. Uh-huh. Discipline with a good old-fashioned spanking. Uh. Now to be clear, this isn't for sexual connection. It's not. No, you pervert. <laughs> okay. It's for the real experience of being spanked for $20 an hour.
2: You know, to be fair to this man, not that expensive. You're right. There's a lot of places that'll be charging you in the hundreds, if not the thousands, just for the secrecy.
1: Um, My father, I would obviously not have a close relationship to my father, but the idea that I would need to be spanked by my father to have a close relationship to him, I... We got to go to Mets games. And yeah. I actually would prefer that. I feel like if you want to oh, have the sure. simulation of like bonding time with a father, it's like you and an older man could go to uh, the baseball. Dude, you go to hit the balls, you go, go to cage, you go to batting cage, go to like where you the driving range, driving range, right? Something like that. Just, just go to a bar. Just go hang to a bar, have some beers, right? Um, But no. And he said by the time he got to 2017, this was seven years of him doing this. He, okay. Now he does 175 bucks an hour for it. Okay, so he did go that, up a little bit. Very much so. He understood the demand. And then he said that uh, <laughs> people come from all over the world for what they call his quote-unquote, a mini-vacation with him. Which is a chance <laughs> to clear their mind and give up control to someone else, which is fine. And so uh, I... Uh, uh, so this is all very graphic. So at the start of the session, Dr. Don... He asked you, "Why do you need to be spanked?" And they said, well, kid, right. you real, "What you have done really? What can you have done differently?
0: I, tell I, me uh, now.
1: Why now, Kissel? Okay, I'm Doctor Don. You're a man who's <laughs> never had a, a, a full conversation with his father. Uh huh. Okay. All right. So tell me, oh, Mister G- uh, is it Ben Benjamin? Ben is fine. Ben's Don. fine now. Why you?
2: Why are we seeing me here today? I just can't stop eating so much of this stuffed crust pizza. It's so oh, good okay. because there's cheese in the crust, and you can eat it backwards, uh, which is also kind of fun. So I think I need to be punished for that.
1: Okay, cool, 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 cool. So what I'm going to do is next steps here is that I bend <laughs> you over my little tiny <laughs> fucking Scottish knee here. Right? All right. Come over here, we go. And then it's, he said, This over the lap is the most popular position. And then he can keep, let me get one of my tools. Uh-huh. All right. I got this homemade plywood paddle. Oh, this is wow. You that want was... a wooden bath brush? Uh, it reminds me of the
2: thing they used to get the pizzas out of the pizza oven there. I'm actually What makes about... you
1: feel most like you're with your father?
2: Do you want <laughs> guess... a
1: studded leather mallet? I got I guess... a wooden cane? You know, maybe the wooden cane. Maybe the wooden okay, cane. Okay, here we go. Yeah. And so now in between Spanks, Dr. Don, he rubs the client's buttocks to help avoid <laughs> bruising. This is not fucking sexual. I mean, okay. Honestly, it sounds like there's moments where it could feel
2: good. You got the burn. And you get Yes, you get the... Uh, I mean, I get that. If your
1: father was rubbing your
2: butt cheeks in well, between beating
1: where- you, you're being molested. <laughs> that's... You are molested. All right? That's what this means. So he's rubbing your buttocks, and then he says things in between, so when he's done... Okay. He then offers you the tough love criticism. Where okay. He says I stuff like I know I could. Yeah. I just shouldn't eat much right, cheese. All oh, right. Here we go. Yeah. All right. So I know you're eating so much pizza, Ben. You know what that makes you big. <laughs> right? could, I actually can feel that.
2: I hate this. Yeah. I gotta stop eating you know all what that. makes you
1: fat, right, Kizzle? You know big that. old fat fucking bitch. <laughs> well, you're not. Uh, my, my dad can swear. The shit out of you. My dad was um, not a swearer, but but he says stuff like. I know you can do better. Yeah. And you know it too, <laughs> don't you? You're much better than your recent behavior. These what are all are actual sentences. Really that he says. says, "He says like, we're not going to let the way you've acted get in the way of who you are and what you can become.
2: Now, give oh, me another one all right. So, give well, me another well I, one. actually, I was get kind of getting one. motivated. Now I'm getting beat again. This yeah, is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, now yelling. that I think about it, this is like hanging out with my father.
1: <laughs> and he said, honestly, does the spank therapy work? I don't know. Who knows? who knows but you that's know that's what they I, that's the official ending of this article we know <laughs> and, and we they basically know, um, just say i don't know if it does i don't know if it does
2: and we know people who uh who work in the biz and there's something to, uh, you know, a lot of people like to get their balls all punched and and stuff well, like that. Well, you know, that, I, so. I
1: actually have heard that, too, because we have the myth. There's kind of a myth that it's only like businessmen and stuff. And then I have our friends that are sex worker friends who are like, it's everybody. A lot it's of people everybody. like getting their balls smashed. A lot of guys getting their fucking like all that kind they're of
2: tougher. shit. I mean, they're tougher than me. They're
1: tougher. Than, I sat in my balls be. the other day and oh. I'm still recovering. Absolutely, they've swung. So. Mine swung the other day, and I did the little pinch, ruined my afternoon. I am. I like pleasurable feelings. I've never been a spanker. Like it's not one of those things. Like, yeah, I guess you could lead around me on, lead me around on a rope for a little while. Sure, I mean? but still, like mostly, I'd involve like licking your knees hopefully being oh. fed a bunch of food out of a bowl or something, but that's still food. I'm hungry now. That's why I'm saying kind this. of a dog related fantasy. But I don't want to get hit or hurt. I just really like, you know, I don't just don't mind being there and, yeah. and, and soaping you up, but it's gotta be a woman.
2: Well, indeed, because you're a straight male. And of course, uh, yeah, do whatever makes you happy there I um, like putting you in this position Sure, it's very you nice You
1: really have to sit and think about it Me with the little fez on <laughs> I'm covered <laughs> in chocolate syrup I'll do oh. whatever it takes, man right from your grave. A roast as dark as the night Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases, they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy to have it and she loved it and she wore it when we went on vacation. And my own did everybody come around being like, Where'd you get that piece, you beautiful woman? And I was like, Stop talking to my wife. She's spoken for. You can see it with the Blue Nile bling
0: she's got on her.
1: Right now, get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code lastpodcast at bluenile.com. That's $50 off with code lastpodcast at bluenile.com. Bluenile.com. How many platforms do I work on? So many platforms, can you believe it? Google Docs, work on that. Very complicated. Lots of different things going out. Clicky clack right? Slack, saying things to my employees. All, my, all my, my, my main dolgers walking around here. Make sure it changes cluck to the word I meant for it to say to everyone, but I trying to say... Not curse words on Slack. What am I supposed to do about it? But Grammarly doesn't fix curse words, does it? Because Grammarly's too good for it. It's too classy. It's, Grammarly is an AI writing partner that helps you get work done faster with high quality writing. Because better writing means a stronger impact. The pen is mightier than the sword. Except when the sword is in the room. 96% of Grammarly users report that Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing and suggestions based on your audience goals and context. Can you believe it? and data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly. It's in its guts. All right, so Grammarly's great. Use it. I use it. I love its gentle harassment of my writing style because it does help me because sometimes my thumbs are faster than my eyeballs. Don't quote me on that. Get AI writing support that works where you work. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com podcast. That's grammarl dot podcast. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash l /L e f t. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well,
2: all right. Well, speaking of uh, whatever it takes, just lastly here, as far as our tales of woe this week, this place is called White Pigeon. Uh, which is one of the least, it's like, is the guy from that movie that doesn't quite hold up Anchorman, the dude, is he like the guy who named it, like Lamp? Remember that guy who'd be like Lamp? Anyway, uh, prosecutors say- Stephen Carell,
1: very famous.
2: uh, In some circles, prosecutors say that white pigeon, a white pigeon man, hit and killed a woman, right? And that's bad. But then he uh, he then he had sex with her corpse. He looks like Chris Stefano. He does. And it's I actually want to send this to Chrissy D
1: and be like, what's up, brother? Yeah.
2: Did you do um, this? Yeah, because honestly, this could be him. It's Kobe Martin, is the man's name. He I know he's away. on tour,
1: so it might be difficult for him to no, have gotten to white pigeon. He's more of a
2: family man there. Um so Martin was the suspect charged for manslaughter and concealing a body. And uh, the Van Buren prosecutors have said Martin struck uh, this woman, Roher. She walked outside the Oaks uh, Shores campground. He then moved her body, and she's just a nice-looking older woman. She's 64. And then detectives said the following day, Martin led her to her body, uh, which was in the Purgatory Road area. And detectives searched the body. They found a bunch of pornography involving dead or unconscious women. Immediately, that's and, not good. Um, yeah, and they. Uh, yeah,
1: but I will say he was responsible. He used a condom. Uh, And I think that's just so, uh, just so responsible because you really can't be too sure whether or not. I mean, it's just better than having a. uh, It's better than having another abortion on this planet. I well, I don't think that she would be possible of carrying a
2: child at this point. Detectives also said, "Mark, I'm being uh,
1: facetious." (laughs)
2: Yeah, they said that Martin and Royer's DNA were linked to condoms recovered in Martin's vehicle. No, he got Con- those condoms, oh, yeah, and also a trash can near his
1: home. Oh, anyway, that's many condoms. That's many condoms. That's and so you many know what? condoms. Uh, I and I really feel like why this is to me an example of why we need to start promoting Chris Stefano's work because he <laughs> needs to get support him on tour. He needs to stop doing these types of things.
2: Oh, my God. And the uh, the judge here, Michael McKay, he says uh, the probable cause is he struck her with the vehicle so he can do those acts. So I guess he's a um, product killer. And uh, he says that's a very difficult, different set of circumstances. Yes, it's very, very um, fucked up. Different indeed. So anyway, he's in jail. And um, just be careful out there. Call your uh, call your uh, older parents and just make sure that they're heavily armed and aware and aware. God, I don't you, like this message. You have. I mean, I don't know. This it seems like <laughs> sixty-four, seventy. I, I don't like predators, man. they these old yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, I, they no, I don't believe
1: it. No, I had to do the thing. My mom once got an email that was like she called me. She was all upset. She was like, "I got an email that oh. said that they had nude pictures of me. <laughs> they had them," and I was just like, "Mom, this is scam. This is like not real and stuff." She's like, "How would they get them?" How would they get them? And then it's just been like, please don't have it. I hope you I, I'm going to pluck out my eyes. I'm going to I'm literally going to I'm going to emoliate myself like that Aww. dude did in front of the Supreme Court this Do week. Not. You heard about that guy? Which one? The guy that set himself on fire in front. Of the oh, Supreme yes. Court.
2: He was super. He, he was protesting. You know, and I'm actually for that guy. He did not really make the news he wanted. No, I don't think the fire was good enough. Wow. I mean, honestly, I saw it. You saying it's a production problem. I think people didn't. People were like, "All right," but they didn't. No, like, I feel whoa. like
1: I. I feel like maybe we're all exhausted from the news. I think that might be true. And of course,
2: that's by design. The news wants to keep you exhausted, keep you scared, yes. and
1: keep you, you buying more
2: shit from Amazon. All Thank right, you. let's do hero of the week. <laughs> this week's hero of the week has done nothing. Uh, it's wow. just a dog that didn't die his name is toby keith which is, oh, kinda, yes, you're, is actually i cute. actually
1: i like this because he did i think i feel like he hung on he did. i feel like he knows he's hanging on this guy's fucking still he's got some jump to him
2: he does his name is toby keith which is a cute name for a chihuahua yes. for some reason i don't know why i like him um, so on january 9th 2001 he was born and he lives in Florida with his owner, Gisela Shore. And he was adopted from an animal shelter. And then he was just a few months old. And now, um, and now he, he loves uh, He loves to have a lot of fun. He was He's originally, cute. he belonged to an elderly couple and they named him Peanut Butter, which I actually like better than Toby Keith. Yeah. Um, but they weren't able to look after him. And then uh, Gisela changed the name to Toby Keith. I don't know why, but most dogs live between 10 and 13 years. And Chihuahuas, they can be from 12 to 18 years, which is great. Oh, yeah. But this dog is now 21 years old. And this is what uh, the mom said. She said, when he turned 20 years, everyone's reaction was, wow. My friends and family thought he was the oldest dog they knew about. It isn't that fun. That's so she contacted so cute. the Guinness Book of World rec- Records and once his record was officially confirmed, Gazella celebrated with friends and family. It definitely brought a big smile to her face.
1: It's just nice. It's yep. nice because, you know, I view I hope Wendy lives to 21 years old. Mm-hmm. We're going to make her live. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to keep giving her like b- past her when she should be dead. We're just yep. gonna keep keeping her alive. That's and what they for, hope for.
2: And uh, for her birthday, it was a real special day there for old uh, Toby Keith. There, uh, they gave her a bath, and uh, then or him. They gave him a bath, and then his nails were trimmed, and they went for a car ride as a special treat. I know um, that
1: that's all I'm gonna need when I'm fucking. Was it twenty one times seven? It's like one hundred and forty seven years old. It's old as yeah. You want a little car ride? I would. I just. I mean, that's probably I'd all probably I can stand. Probably vomit. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I'm
2: avoiding. I'm not, mm, I'm going to have like 20 years towards the end where you're going to come to me.
1: Oh, you know, you'd have to go to gonna you. Come. Oh, yeah, oh, We're yes. all going to go. We're going to do go. that.
2: And of course, you know, once a year, we can like, fine, I'll go see Henry and then I'll go and like, it'll be a thing though. And yeah, it's going to yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, of a course, nightmare. it'll be a big
1: deal. You'll have two IVs in. They're going to have to <laughs> bring you in on like a cart and then they have to put it in the, you have to travel in a stabilized hey. cabin. Who, where's my toe? Yeah. (laughs) Where's my prosthetic toe? I want to say it's in your
2: toe bag. Ah. Okay, so you know it's in your toe bag. I can't wait to fall apart.
1: All right, here we go. It's time for some listener emails. Very nice. I think I'm just going to do this one big one. Do it. Do
2: one big one.
1: It was 2009. I was 19 and visiting Washington State with my family. Also, I used to have an issue with people touching my feet or me being touched by feet. This is important. This is important for later. Now, My family was visiting my mom's friend, Sharon, as my mom and Sharon had recently reconnected after years of being apart. Like the microwave. Uh Be careful. Be careful. Unfortunately, Sharon developed an incurable neurodegenerative disease that even with treatment leads to a slow decline in cognitive and motor function. Very sad. Yep. Anyway. She was throwing the book at her illness and seeking alternative treatments when she found a healer living in the state and wanted to take my mom and me for her own private session as a gift for visiting. Now, I didn't know the cost, but I remember overhearing that it was not cheap. So we w- set out to visit the healer. Let's call her Patricia. At her quaint cottage in the middle of some lavender fields, we pull up and Sharon explains that Patricia is a little odd, okay, but we should trust her because she is gifted. Now, nothing else was said. Now, I'm a skeptic of pretty much everything, but also I'm not one to ruin someone else's good time, so I shrugged off the warning and assumed Patricia was a tarot reader, an eccentric, maybe even kind of cool. Sure. We knock, and a woman in her early 60s with stark white hair opens the door. She's short with a round face, rosy cheeks, a big smile. She looked like a silver sneaker's grandma. Wearing purple shoes, mm. purple workout pants, a purple top, and a purple fleece vest. I can't wait for my purple phase. I will become a purple person. It's the color of royalty. She invited us in, and I shit you not, the entire house was purple. Not one shade, but many shades and styles. Like She went to Goodwill and bought every single purple accoutrement mm-hmm. available to decorate. Now she laughs, and she says, yes, it is my favorite color. <laughs> it brings me power. Oh, we all have a color that brings us power, and we should keep it close. She tugs in her purple necklace. Okay. Sharon goes in for her session first. They come out about an hour later. Sharon had been crying. (sighs) Patricia points at me and beckons me to follow her behind her painted purple door. We entered what is obviously a living room, but in the center are just two purple lazy boy recliners facing each other. They're pretty close. I sat down and she asked me to take my shoes off. I declined. I was already uncomfortable and earlier we had been impromptu hiking for fucking hours and I needed to shower. She insisted. Yeah. And I declined again. I told her I didn't like having my feet out, that I just don't like doing it. She said it was necessary for a session that I'd be barefoot because healing occurs through the soles of your feet. Hmm. Now my 19-year-old self acquiesced because I didn't know what to do, but I kept my socks on in defiance. I was pissed. She walked by my chair and pulled the lever so I was fully reclined and sat in her chair started rubbing my feet and telling me her origin story. Now, it's been some years. Oh, yes. But the basic narrative is this. She was a regular person, I think a teacher. But one day, God came to her in a vision as a purple goat and told her she had a gift for healing and prophecy and that she needed everything to be purple around her to channel energy. Now, her gift is that she could literally cleanse someone's aura by transferring their bad energy through their feet into her and she would dispel their negative energy. Oh. Now, she burps while telling me this, and I didn't think much of it because of the social norms be already being broken. It was the least weird thing that I could think about. All I could think was that her touching my feet when I told her I didn't like it. Now, she tells me I'm young, so my aura isn't too dirty yet, but there are some dark spots. She massages my feet harder, then bends over. She just lets out a fart while continuing to massage. Now, <laughs> she tells me that my aura and power color are both blue. And let's. And she just farts big time again. She was so loud, I jumped. She coyly smiled and said, "How do you think I get rid of negative energy?" Whoa, she's got a burp and fart. This cycle continues on, and I am in horror, massaging, (laughs) farting, (laughs) massaging, (laughs) farting. A weird smile and insistent despite my obvious insistence, despite my obvious discomfort, made me have one of those classic: "How the fuck did I get myself into this moment?" Now, yeah. after an hour of stinky feet and farts, I put on my shoes, and as fast as I can, I, she, went, I, she went to go wash her hands. I dart back to the lobby where my mom is waiting alone. Um, Where's Sharon, I ask, fast but quietly. She's in the car resting. What's, she touches your feet, and she farts, I whisper. What does she do? She farts out energy through her feet. All right, I wasn't making much sense. Now, Patricia yeah. opens the purple door and beckons my mom in, who is still trying to process what I said. I wait in the lobby <laughs> until her session ends, on high alert and ready to bounce immediately. An hour later, my mom comes out frazzled and says, Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> and we leave as fast as possible. Uh, and I just can't believe my mom believed I let some stranger touch my feet for an hour. Um, that's the thing, because we I covered last s- week. Do you remember the preacher who farted?
2: Yes, of course, right up the nostrils. And uh, Lorraine Newman actually was so sweet. She's an icon and a goat. She is the first generation of Saturday Night Live. She actually She's incredible. incredible. That she uh, that she enjoyed the episode. So, But really this sweet. is
1: just, I just love that idea that you have to take in the energy and then you clear it out I by farting. It's,
2: I guess, you got to get it out of you. We're just big exhaust. And that's why
1: I pledge one of our listeners to find Marcus Park in New York City this week because, yes, he is suffering from COVID, which is why we had to postpone all of our shows, right? He is in a lot of pain. We're going to have to postpone the next history series. to next week, we're going to come back Once Marcus is able to full on write the sketch, what I hope is that there's somebody who lives every day knowing that they were touched by a God driven purple goat to go and massage his feet until you fart out the COVID. Because if you don't, I will fucking I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to flip out. Right. And then you're going to love the fact. No, but you have to get in there and you must love the fact that you're farting. Helps a man who is injured and go where's the Farty women out here? Where's the Farty oh, out foot there. rubbing women out there are you to go? And I want you to laugh knowing my purpose is here. My purpose is now. New York City. Look it up in the phone book. Marcus Parks. Find his address. Great idea. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it here. No, Find that would where be he goes. Find Carolina. Go there, message them, being where are you? I will tell them now. Don't even tell them what this is in reference to. Message one of them on social media and say, where can I find you to rub your feet and fart out your COVID? Yeah, or you don't have to do, do that, that I
2: need you to do it. All right. Well, there you go, everybody. Uh, obviously, our uh, thank you for Or send it the- through me.
1: If you send thank it to you- me and then I can post the various letters and I will show them to Marcus.
2: And thank you for the positive messages about Marcus. He's doing good. It is what it is. He's, he's going to strengthen through this. And uh, we'll be back stronger he than is. ever. He is. And before. honestly, he is.
1: I was worried when I did make the video. I did make a bit of video for social media. And people did say, like, oh, you look worried in the video. And I was very worried at the time, but he yes. is doing better today. Yeah. And so he is, but still, he can't fucking get on a plane. He can't hustle. We can't record on a, It's very difficult to do all of the amount of work. They, so. He can't really stand. So it is the thing that we are, it, it does take a lot of work to do what we do here, even though it is, it does sound very stupid. Um, side story is not as much as last podcast. But it does require some work and he just he's getting his shit together. So we're gonna have a specialty like one off episode this week, but then we will be back to last podcast on the left general. Topics and all this kind of shit absolutely as soon as humanly possible.
2: will be the next week. Thank you for the support. And we can't wait to as see always. everybody in Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and Northfield. We will get those we rescheduled haven't those for jo- you. All. Yes. Um, and we haven't and also, had those states yet, but they will be very soon. May 6th, uh, we're gonna be at the Avalon, the Hollywood at the Avalon. We're gonna be doing this. Netflix is a joke fest. So Netflix. check out Henry and see i the um, boy. I don't know what we're gonna do, but you know, I'm I'm fasting. For it though, because this is in front of Hollywood elect, uh, absolutely. elites. Absolutely,
1: he's got his he got, he's got his um spanks on. Yep, we're, we're gonna, gonna griddle him steaks. up. Yep. Yep. Oh yes, Can't we're we. gonna griddle him up. Me, I'm I'm, I'm shooting a game
2: because I need to
1: get back into the character actor world.
2: Yep. Uh And that's it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustations, everyone.
1: See you next week. Cunwa. Not a cunt. (laughs) You're not a cunt. You're scary. (laughs) Alright, thank you guys. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
0: then blended to perfection and cold-pressed to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.